Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100%, fuck yeah. Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going. And at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. So today is episode 64 of the Just Life podcast. Let's see what the fuck happens. We talk about phones and technology and society. We're talking about just for men, the needs versus the wants, too much salt, not enough pepper, the perceptions in society and showing up in society and judgment in society, how you show up, the intimacy required to be known and knowing another person what it takes to share your story and be vulnerable and what happens when you have the attentiveness of others in the process, the personal perceptions, other people's perceptions of you and the reality of that when we start to really own who we are in the world and leadership. Is there enough leaders in this world or are we still dealing with a huge gap of leadership to help many people find their own spot in the world. And we like to think, as a matter of fact, believe strongly that leadership is still a small group and needs to grow and expand. So let's get into the show. Isn't that what this is about? We press record and we see what the fuck happens. See what the fuck happens. It's like with all the guests, it's been uh, very uh, directed for yeah. the most part. There's like a point. There's a place. <laughs> There's to, a point. A place to get to. Oh, I don't know if there was a point. <laughs> so yeah, I had a conversation on Thursday. They're like, so what's your podcast about? And I'm like. What is my podcast about? <laughs> no, we we uh, on Thursday. You mean your last uh, at the last classroom? Yeah, we and then we did like a uh, there was like a little bit of a get together afterwards. Yeah, you called it the you called it something. Did I call it something? Yeah, it was something kind of like rager, but not a shaker. A shaker. <laughs> was there shaking? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't uh, it's not that things get shook <laughs> it's really a way of being no I uh it wasn't I wouldn't say it was a shaker because because uh, my my anyways I'm not gonna go there so but there was a lot of people there was probably at the highest point there's probably like 25 people Damn. I know right it's like wah, wah. <laughs> Take take down them walls. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we want to get together shaker. and celebrate afterwards. It's going to be great. How many people are normally? Like, um, how many are in the classroom? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there was like 60 people. 
Yeah, wah, wah. No, no doubt. Wah, right? And there was only like probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 participants that showed up afterwards. And then, no, maybe there was, yeah, 10 or 15. Something like that. Right back into well, the we, world of ordinary. Right? We ended up staying till like 3, though, in the morning. Oh, nice. You know what? I was actually going to come by because I had my event ended at 10. But I'm like... He said it was going to go till 11. I am not doing the same thing that happened last time where I'm there and I sit down and we're like, okay, and we're done. We're like, what the fuck? What a waste of time. So I decided to go home and I didn't even consider to reach out or anything because, you know. I could tell that the last time you came to that introduction, I was like, wow, this guy's fucking half cut right now. Son of a bitch. I was not. I mean, I maybe had a couple beers, but I was not cut. I was driving, dude. I have to be responsible. Are you still filming? What do you mean? Am I still filming? Well, you have a camera in your hand. Uh, actually, no. Apparently, I have a phone in my hand. In in this instance, it's now a camera. You know what's hilarious is uh, what were where was I at? I was I can't remember where I was at, and it doesn't matter. But they're like, okay, everybody, like you had to write something down, and then they're like, okay, now take a picture of it. And it's just funny. In that moment, I realized, holy fuck, we are in the future. It was the weirdest. I mean, we've had camera phones for how long now? Oh, I was at my seminar on Wednesday night. We had to like write something down. And she's like, okay, now everybody take a picture of it. And it was just funny that it wasn't like a thing that people were like, a picture? Or like, can I, I borrow that? Like, how do I? Right? Yeah. Everyone just like, you could hear all the all the ruffling and people just grabbing their phones. right? And they're Would have been up. cool to get a uh, bird's eye view of everybody kind of going in in unison, <laughs> taking the picture. Oh, my God. Welcome to society. It was so weird. And then... Uh, this is a cliche thing, but I was, uh, it's okay, it's <laughs> fuck this guy, man. Like just the whole, you know, you have a group of people together and then everyone's on their phone. And I was at that thing on Thursday night and there's like young people there. Well, what I refer to as young people. I mean, younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone younger than me is a young person. He's a young person. That's right. I, you know, I and have, you can say that now. That's right, yeah. Because like you're an old fart. I'm 35 and I got grays. I bought some. Um, you did not. I did. What, just for men? Yeah, I, that's, that's, I did. You I had, bought it. I haven't used it yet. Okay, I would encourage you not to. Why? <laughs> Why? What? what? I'll, Are you judging me right now? Based on my choices and <clears throat> actions in life? I am a human, aren't I? Yes, you are. Sort of a default thing. You could use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm but, referring to his gray hair. But I won't. Be, and Why not, though? What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. Okay, so, so why the judgment, man? And don't say Is, it's you, like my story that are it you, are you hearing, judgment. Are you hearing judgment? Uh, yeah, there was a tone of it. Okay. Maybe not judgment, but more like so, assessment. And for those of you who haven't taken the landmark forum, what we're what we're hearing right now is David. Oh being my God! A here we go. Making machine. The reason why I said, if you want a reason, I do want a reason. Here's another that's another thing that we want. Reasons, reasons are made up, by the way, just so you guys know. Yeah, but, but it makes me feel better. I know. I get. It, it. justifies my actions. I get it. I. Do. It makes me feel part of community. You know what? I get that at a fucking high level. So here's what I was going to say. Just, you know, so you know. You don't need it. I know I don't need it. And I want to do it. There's another distinction inside a landmark. That's that's like you get to decide. You get to choose. Choice. Yeah. Well, that's different. 
So this is a conversation. We're getting to the heart of the matter, right? It's not that you're feeling insecure <clears throat> no. or you're, you know, all the rage with vanity and sanity. Totally. It's, like it's, I, I must cover my gray. No, I want to know what it looks like. Okay. So there's nothing missing except for some color. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're perfect. Aaron's like, complete. what the fuck are these guys talking about? What are we recording right now? Well, no, not necessarily. Like I'm starting to get gray hairs in around my temples. It's just, ah, I can offset he's that contemplating with is what he's doing. Haircut and wearing a hat. Right. See, I can't wear a hat on my face. It would look fucking weird. Okay. So because I'm a meaning making machine. Okay. Since I grew a beard, I, I, I get checked out a lot more. And my wife says it's the grays specifically. That's what she says. I mean, it, it gives a, a degree of sophistication, which we all know is bullshit. Yeah. That, until I open my mouth and they're like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> next. I thought, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Next. The yeah. grays give a degree of, but there's a, there's a guy that, uh, that I follow on, on social and I'm just present to my future when I, when I watch him on social, I'm like, oh, right. oh man, not that there's anything wrong with it, but uh, I, I really hope it, here's the thing. I'm either going to go, there's going to be a transition where it's like actual salt and pepper, or it's got too much salt, not enough pepper. You know what I mean? <laughs> In which case, I, I'm going to go one way or the other. <laughs> Too much salt, not enough pepper. It's like, ooh, that's a salty one. Because <laughs> that, that really makes you older. Not that it, it matters either, but impressions happen, right? There's a thing that happens. And anyways, I don't know what my point is. So I'm using Just for Men, and I, I haven't used it yet. And it's got the boxes up there, and I'm like looking at it. Are you contemplating? Like what's... I think it's more like the time and energy to do it. Although I did read the instructions and they say it's simple, which well, I'm a bit cynical to it. If it's a product for men, it should be simple. They say you just got to apply it. You literally got to like, it's like a, br I saw like the a brush. Yeah. And the guy in the commercial seems like he has it handled. <laughs> As they do. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> All right. Good job. Yeah, let's do that again. Well, listen, man, uh, <clears throat> as always, I support you. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so much better. And I stand, well, listen, here's what I know is I know that you're going to do it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> that you are very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, man, listen, that's cool. If look, if, uh, if people say that they don't have any degree of like looking good, going on in their world like it's okay you just got to own it yep it's like well why'd you get a haircut well i, I, wanna I look buy good. beard oil and beard balm and i got a beard brush I yeah i take care of it i gotta step up my beard game all i have is like some conditioner and a brush well you gotta start somewhere that's right? what they keep telling me that is what they keep telling me you gotta start oh right <laughs> it's actually turned into quite the maintenance well, that was my whole goal is to keep the maintenance down a little. I mean, I can tell you one thing. Shaving is like like a dream now. I used to go through razors like nobody's business. I think I've had the same razor for like five months. Nice. Because <laughs> I just have to shave like my neck and my cheeks. But all this area, this area where it's like the thick muzzle, shaving that is like a, it's a beast, man. Yeah, I still got to do that with my head. 
Oh, that's right. We got to get back to more video. People are like, I have no context for who the hell these people are. <laughs> or you could check us out on Instagram. Yes, they could because I, Vern's posting pictures now. Yeah, I'm posting pictures. And today I might even post some videos if I took video. But I got I to gotta get better with the pictures thing. And make sure that they're not blurry. I need a selfie stick. Dude, we got a whole bunch of them. I mean, they're not selfie sticks, but they'll do the job. Well, we should come earlier and do some prep. <laughs> oh, I can't believe he said that. The guy who's fucking late. The guy who showed up 25 minutes early, you mean? Uh, yeah. By accident. That's me. <laughs> by accident. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe it was smart for you to have the invite in the calendar at nine. That's why I left it there. That is so Actually, wise. Actually, if I were to be completely honest, there's a strategy for everything (laughs) well what happened when i restored integrity the other week about being late and you're like dude you're you're not actually late very often so um well you're not did we get that recorded (laughs) it's archived though it'll never (laughs) see this the light of day no one will ever know i got it i got it keeping me humble as you should as you should so this is a casual episode uh catch up if you will that's right a check in because uh we have it's been like back-to-back guests i love having guests yeah but uh it tends to there there's a lot involved in having a guest on the show yeah even though we're trying to balance that out i feel like it's not uh it's not working very well we got a lot of guests on the show. Yeah, there, and there's a well. You know what? Maybe that's a. Uh, and also, didn't Queenie reach out and ask a question? I know I have. Yeah, there's another to. guest that that's wanting to come on the show, which is pretty cool, and uh, it's starting to occur like work again, mm. but a different kind of work. More like, what would you say? Um. So to be clear. In the past, the work that occurred was, holy fuck, this is a lot of work, just producing the podcast. Well, this is now, it's like it's like managing more balls. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right. Oh, no, you didn't. On, on that note, I had a conversation with my brother, so we're, this is going to be a fucking tangent episode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm supporting my brother in one of the businesses that he's in, and... Uh, I would have my hands out and kind of like, like I'm holding something heavy and I'd say, okay, so we're really just wanting to look for the low hanging fruit. (laughs) And he looks at me and he's like, really dude? Oh my God. He's like, so, so what you're saying is you're the low hanging fruit specialist. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. I'm the low hanging fruit specialist. That's right. Oh man, that was a bit of a tangent. Just but, reach uh, out, necessary. Pluck one off. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So, so guests. You know what's interesting about that though is, um, I mean, uh, in terms of acknowledgement, you know, you really just don't give yourself credit, hey? Because we've had guests come in and be like, "Oh, wow, you guys got quite the operation." <laughs> We're like. Yes, we do. That's right. Come right in. Sit right down. Like, I, oh, I've been on podcasts before, but nothing ever this structured or organized. We're just like, that comment always surprises me. Yeah, me too. I'm like, wow. But I suppose with the questionnaire, 
right? And like the the communication ahead of time, like it looks, it has a certain look, right? Mm -hmm. It looks a certain way. Yeah, there's an impression that's made. When you have a third party, like Queenie obviously does a great job supporting with the the scheduling. So you, that would give you a, an occurrence, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you come down into the special room, like down in the in the downstairs, and then you like go down there. It's a bit of a right. uh, down the hallway, a, a labyrinth maze. You get you t- touch down in in like galactic headquarters. Yeah, you don't just find out right away what it looks like. You got to wait still. That's right. You know the anti- the anticipation builds, <laughs> and then the reveal happens. We should look to be guests on some other podcasts. That would be a really good idea. See what that's like. Oh, you got a phone call. Oh, it's it's a one eight eight number. Those are the ones you don't answer. Denied. <laughs> I'm sorry, David's not home right now. David's not in. Go right fuck now. yourself. David's out making millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, were you talking about something before that? Before the tangent about balls? Oh yeah, guess. And it being a lot of work. Yeah. I mean that that's pretty much it. Whatever. That's it. So what what are we out to accomplish today? What are we up to? Want to check in, chat? I think a check-in would be good. Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. So, um, it's like a rainy day. Mm-hmm. I like rainy days, by the way. I love rainy days. And I'm wearing my sweats and my hoodie. Feels yeah, like we got to talk about that. Great. <laughs> well, I wore it because it was a rainy day. and It's know. comfy clothes. Here's the thing. Perfect, whole, and complete, my friend. I would wake up and like make it mean something that I'm wearing a hoodie or that I look a certain way. Well, you sure made it mean something that I'm looking a certain way, didn't you? What are you talking about? Don't well, you... with my shirt and yeah, I think I think it was actually you that made it mean something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I gotta I gotta re- reflect it, deflect it somewhere. I get that. You actually you look fantastic, <clears throat> and I and I wanted to um, I wanted to be like chill and comfy today, and then it was like when I saw that nice shirt and like you know. Your crisp salt and pepper beard. I was, I was met with like, fuck, I should have put on like some jeans and a, and, and a shirt, you know? Yeah, this and is casual comfy for me too. It's fine. I feel good. I feel casual comfy, you know? It's weird because, you know, when you're in different communities, like go to a landmark event and I, you know, it's business casual, right? So I'm always wearing like a button down or at least a golf shirt, usually tucked in. You got slacks and uh, like shoes or whatever, right? And Richard's part of the program. Richard Walsh, so he'll he's been obviously here, and he's been there, and he knows me on like a different, two different planes, right? He so, knows your alter ego, right? But the people there are like, it was so funny because I was just fucking around, like dancing and having fun, and like, and like uh, mouthing some hip hop songs and stuff, and people are like, "What the fuck? Like, who is this guy, Vern? Like, what? Where did this come from?" And then and then Richard's like, "Yeah, you guys like have no idea. Like, he just he looks weird in these clothes to me because normally he's just like chilling in like some kind of a hat cocked sideways." And they're like, "What? Like, it's just so funny when, you know, to be known intimacy, it, right? Yeah, it is interesting the impressions that we make. I grapple with that actually. Um, when we had um, Sanjeev." Uh, this grapple with like showing up in a certain way. Is it really you though? And can you, do you want to maintain it? And so I, uh, yesterday actually, uh, I met with a gentleman who is in, uh, he's a ex oil and gas guy now in cannabis. When I met him, he was in a suit blazer and I'm like, okay, what do I wear 
and do I want to mirror yeah or do I just show up the way I show up right well I decided to just show up the way I showed up as you do yeah and uh, and if that is not how I should oh and I actually went down to this air uh, this uh, airplane hangar air sprint uh, private jets I, I drive in, so I, I know the uh, uh, the VPM marketing there, and uh, it's been a few years since we've had a conversation, so go there, and I, I drive into the parking lot, and there are black Land Rovers, pretty much all, all Land Rovers minus, you know, the odd Jaguar and Mercedes, and I'm like, Jesus, fuck, I'm glad I washed my car. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, eh? Uh, now, there was one other Ford Explorer. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like not quite there, but now I don't feel as, <laughs> but my blue, it's so funny. The assessment that's been, that happens like right in the moment. Um, but this is a private jet service for, for the most affluent. And man, I just, I can't get over that. That is just the reality in somebody's world. Yeah. It's an interesting thing for sure. They they have and and it's it's a it's like a shared ownership. Uh, I can't remember what they call it. There's a certain term for it. Everybody who's a member they they own uh, time on the on the airplanes. So oh, there's a fleet a, of like thirty planes. It's like a what do you call it? Like a timeshare. Sort of, but not as icky feeling. I wonder if that's <laughs> that's like the lower end of being a baller, eh? Yeah, like, like just yeah, lower. You're on the lower end. Like people show up in their actual private jets and you show up in like your timeshare private jet and like you still get judged. I know, right? <laughs> That's like the next level of it. Oh, you drive one of those. It's like, dude, is that a rental? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why don't you just fly commercial, dude? It's so embarrassing. <laughs> you know what? The conversations the probably folk. go that way. Oh, yeah. Legit. Like, did you go to an actual airport? Like, you went through security? Well, oh these guys God. don't do that. That's they, what I'm saying. They drop, well, and and here's the context for, for like, the level of affluence. Some of the people as that if, are... As if having a rental private jet wasn't a context. Already. <laughs> but they go, and one of the, uh, one of the owners um, owns 30 Lamborghinis. She owns 30 Lamborghinis. Wow. Now, these guys and Lamborghini have a... A relationship. So when somebody buys a new vehicle, they fly them in to be able to, and and they're uh, it's a private. It's actually a private uh, landing strip. They don't go commercial, uh, and their cars are waiting there for them to get out of plane into vehicle and off they go. Right. It is insane, and that can't. Put, that number is staggering to me. Like what? The thirty. The thirty. Not just thirty, yeah. Three. That's like some thirty. Uh, that's some fucking uh, like Jay Leno shit. Well, not quite, but still. Thirty. How, how much is a Lamborghini? They're like, like two hundred fifty grand. Uh, probably on the low end. That's what I'm saying. And you got thirty of them. I'm guessing they're not used. No. So why do you need? What do you do? Like, see, like I don't know. What do you? Is it? Is that like? Lend them to your friends. Is that like? You know, somebody having thirty DVDs is that the, is that what we're talking about here? You have so much Jack. Do that you it's still like, have DVDs? I don't know why I use that reference. 
<laughs> I swear to God, I'm like an old man trapped in a semi-young dude's body. With salt and pepper beard. With salt and pepper beard. Mostly salt. Um, no, by it's the way, mostly pepper, actually. I think it is mostly pepper. God, you're being fucking technical today. Hey, so what happened with the guy? And when you showed up, you went on a tangent about Lamborghinis and private jets. Well. You went to meet another guy who used to be in oil and gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how do you go on a tangent? Well, we went for lunch and just had a really good conversation. And I know, right? It just goes to show you uh, just the the power of of just standing or sitting in this case, because we were out for lunch. Standing and sitting with who you are confidently and letting all that other shit go. So was he in a suit? He was in a jacket. A jacket, Pretty casual, though. That's cool. I think he had a... I feel like he had a t-shirt underneath so it wasn't that far off i should like it would be cool to uh actually reach out to sanjeev at some point yeah of course, dude. having money in the bank would make a difference for one but, yeah, well especially if you want to get a wardrobe i'm totally yeah. going to do that at, but, at some point yeah like i feel like there's uh i have a certain look in my mind does it include hoodies no okay well not for at least not when you're out. Not when I'm out. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would be nice to be in a situation where, you know, I really could show up in a hoodie. But I think there's also, like, for me, there is a, a certain energy that also comes with. Like, there's a certain conversation I'm set up to have today. It's, like, casual. It's open. Exactly. It's not, um... On Thursday, I did a, uh one of my pieces for national hope talks and that conversation showed up again. What do I wear? What do I wear? Cause I'm in front of a group of people. How do I want to show up? What's the initial impression that I want to make? Um, it was collared shirt slacks and sneakers. That's what you had. So it's like the best of all the worlds. Right. You look like you're... To a measure. Coming straight out of like a 90s hip-hop video or something. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> I was just thinking about... sinks in the back, boys. Yeah. I was just listening to uh, Snoop Dogg Murder Was the Case on my way over here. <laughs> it's nostalgic. I don't know if, uh, if I'm familiar with the album. Murder Was the Case That They Gave Me. No? Oh, buddy. You gotta listen to that. Um, here, okay, so change gears, sh- shift in my one of my 30 Lamborghinis. Um, you must be quite the driver, too. You don't just have 30 Lamborghinis and not know how to handle a vehicle, or you, you just you, never drive them, or yeah, what? Yeah, you, you know what? You just bring people over and you're like, hey, would you like to go look at one of 30 of my Lamborghinis, or all of them, or all of them, even? I got one in every color in my bat cave. I can just imagine, though, I can picture like you know, that you got the green one. Right, the bright green one, like you got the yellow, the red, the black, like all black. Yep. Right. Then you got the matte colors. Yep. Oh snap! Woo. Maybe I would have thirty. <laughs> um. So two things. Uh, if I can think of two, I had one. I had two. Now I have one. It'll come to me. So, right now, you you've taken the the sex and intimacy seminar, right? Yep. So right now I've got uh, session six homework. I don't know if I'm allowed to be saying it the way I'm saying it, but I don't really care. Uh, and it is beginning to distinguish your 
inauthentic fear with intimacy. <laughs> and so here's what I am getting. Oh, the second thing was, so intimacy, right? Put a pin in that. The second thing is the theme of this week that keeps showing up for me is like humans are like foxes. Like <laughs> you think you're so special and unique because you're freaking out about what should I wear? Or like, Hey, what does that guy think of me? Or my how beard's do, got too much salt in it. How do I show up today? You know, like how do I show up and all this kind of things Or like, I got, I'm going to go make a request and right. And the person, the people on the other side, like we forget that they've got like all the same like neurobiology that we have. The, almost the, the identical narrative is going on. Yeah. Like they're both going like, oh, as soon as you say something to them, they're like micro analyzing everything that's going on and like, how are they going to respond? And what are they, you know, like we all got all that going on. So I'm just like being with like, okay, if that is the case and what if I'm just what if I just be aware of that? Like I get that that's going on for me and then I choose to step into a higher level of leadership knowing that what's likely is I'm going to make a difference because the other person is just as frantic and paranoid and worried as I am. Right? This like, is really, really great. So Thursday for national hope talks, there was 12 people that came on stage and shared their story around mental health, some of the challenges that they have gone through, are going through. Um, and the so to your point about the realization of, of just how how close each of us are in this this complex journey of self-worth and, and uh, finding your spot and grappling with the the negative whatever that's going on in the background uh, and in some cases having it truly materialize as a as a real thing in the world with addictions and um, su suicide attempts mm -hmm. and um, just a, a whole lot of uh, grappling with self-worth man that was the most moving experience that i got to be a part of in a long time to actually hear and and to have an environment where your story is being heard mm -hmm. with open ears uh, with rapt attention right like we have you have our attention right now share your story they were moving yeah right and, and so relatable you pick out those things be like oh my god i deal with that oh my god i deal with that so, so there is actually what what you're this is great. So there's a space that's actually being created. Yeah. Right. If that person was like casual at like a Starbucks and randomly met someone and started to intimately share like what it is they're Wouldn't doing. Work. It's like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. Like what's going on here? Right. Even though you got all your own shit going on, I'm not saying you specifically, but people in general, there's no space to be heard in that environment. Right. There was a young girl. This is so interesting. It's, she's like in her twenties and, uh, Wakefield was there as well. He, he did um, his me piece, one of the first uh, that he recorded here on, on the gist as well. Uh, the guy's, guy's good at commanding a stage, man. I, He's a beast. Uh, I really, really acknowledge him for that. And um, he introduced me to this young girl. Her name's Kate. Uh, and she happened to just start exploring with poetry. She just writes. She 
it's got a lot going on and she just writes and puts it down on paper. And I guess um, at one of the IndieYYC New Beat events, she uh, shared some of her stuff. Nice. Not a poet. Self-declared, like, no, I'm, I'm not a poet. I, I don't do this, but I, I now want to do this. And uh, in having the brief conversation that we did, this is the power of the space when, when you are intentional about uh, the space that you hold for someone uh, when it's appropriate. That she outright said, I'm, I really am grappling with, with my own mental illness. And uh, that's the first time I've ever said it. Just in a casual conversation with each other. Mm. And the emotion right there in the moment, uh, she got so vulnerable. Yeah. Because she knew that the, this, she, she might not have realized it, but deep down she knew it was a safe spot to be able to do that. That's, that's the thing. Like what you, there's a, so much going on in this conversation. Just like there's an energy thing there. There's like a, when you actually create that, what happens is, this is what my, my wife dis- discovered or she distinguished when she was sharing her homework assignment with me. We actually started to talk about conversations that we were having on Thursday night where like what she's up to is creating self-love and self-discovery, right? And she, she, this, she's extraordinary. She shared with me, she's like, well, how am I actually supposed to let you love me as deep as you want to love me if I, if, if I can only love myself this deep? Totally. Right? So how can I give more love to other people if I don't have all that love over here with myself, right? So that's what she's, what she distinguished and what she's up to. And it's the same thing with intimacy being so to be intimate is to be known, right? It's to be known and it's to know another person. So if you're willing to be known, that means that you're sharing the deepest parts of yourself. And if you're in an intimate conversation, this is what she started to create. She's like, I don't know what happened that like allowed me to be that open, to share about myself and to be in this conversation. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how did I get into this conversation, right? And she's like, when I'm sharing from a place of contribution, like I know that it's relevant for me to share this part of myself because it'll make a difference over there where you're at, right? It'll be a contribution to you and it's cathartic for me. I'm able, I'm able to be deeply intimate and it has to do with judgment. The reason why she's not intimate with people is because she's afraid to be judged. But when there's a contribution to be made, there's no room for judgment. Right. There's only space for intimacy. Right. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, that's the whole conversation. We that's had. A, that's an amazing uh, realization. And uh, I, I witnessed it at a, at a really semi-large scale for National Hope Talks, it was powerful to be around so many people who were just willing to remove judgment, set all of that aside, whatever that was for you, and be with that person on stage in their nervous, uncertain, powerful, confident, experienced, inexperienced, wherever they were, you just held that space for them to yeah. allow them to do what it is that they need to do in that moment. God, it, it, that there was never been so much attentiveness to another human being from one, you know, many to one right. that I've experienced in a while. Oh shit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, um, wow. Mm. So, 
wow, there's so many different ways that I could go with this right now. Tangent. 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 Well, I, uh, I want more of that. Yeah, dude. I got, uh, so I shared my very first piece there, my dreams piece, the very first one that I wrote. That was my um, breaking down the barrier of the story that I have about writing and storytelling. Ironic that I was introduced as a storyteller. Ironic, not so ironic. But that, that, that's the thing that I've been grappling with that I'm not. Yeah, that's just it. Whatever it was that, that had me say to myself, you're not good at doing that. And then I got introduced as a person that does that. It was really interesting. Yeah, it's very... Uh... And no surprise either. Not, not anymore. You tell the, the David of five years ago, be like, nah, dude, that's not... Nope. Nope. Yeah, there's it's a, it's an interesting thing that happens when uh, you hear other people share about you. And that's another thing that happened on Thursday night is because there's these people who know me in a certain context. And so you're at the party afterwards, you're having a few drinks, and you start to get intimate. You start to share about yourself. And they're like, what? Really? Like, that's a thing that you – like, that's – a thing that you're dealing with or a thing that you show like I, dude i just had it that like you had all your shit together. you had this shit like when i look at you i'm just like damn like somebody actually said this to me the other day a 28 year old man who is way smarter than me <laughs> he's like dude i looked at you and i was like i want to be like that guy when i grow when i grow up that's awesome <laughs> well you have that commanding presence I was like damn dude that is that is something well, what it is, I think it's an ownership, man. Yes. It's time. It's time to be like. It's time to the port. At the point where I'm at in my life is like, wow. Like the people are starving for leadership, starving for it. Even though there's so many people out there, I think that's what happens too. Is you have it that like, I don't know. You can get it somewhere else. You don't need to get it from me. Yeah, you have it that it's taken care of, that there are already plenty of people in that role doing that thing and do we need another person? But the reality is the answer is yes. Well, until every person is their own version of that, right? we need more of it. And you come at it from a different uh, angle than I come at it, totally. than they come at it. Totally. So, so now we're actually addressing all sides of what's necessary. hundred percent. Yeah. And we, for, I forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's what, what's there to do is to get out and be with people. Yeah, man. And I don't realize, I, I don't realize how like that is actually what my life is for. That's what my life is for. So why am I hiding out? That's what I keep asking. And that's the thing about intimacy, dude. People will listen to this and say, hiding out? What are you talking about? First of all, you're talking about this, like, I don't know, personal development program that you're in. David's talking about being at this, like, uh, poetry session. You know, you're on a podcast. That's the thing. My identity has figured out a way. It's still covert. Yeah. People, like, you would think, oh, yeah, Vern's, like, bold or he's, like, open. He's vulnerable for sure. Yeah, no. It's very controlled. It's very calculated. I would be really interested to to have been able to hear the voices 
in everybody's head when I come up on stage. I like had my own tripod. Yeah. And I dropped it down to hold my phone so that I had my notes. Everyone's like, um, well, he, is he like, yeah. Like what's going on? He's either done this before or he's never done this. I don't know. Right. And then in going into it. So there was a difference between me uh, practicing in front of Maya and being super fucking awkward with my Maya? with myself, yeah, because yeah, it's one one person. I, I know, have right? to command the attention of one person I'm with. One person, story, 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 story. Yeah, and uh, f- floundering around with my words, uh, forgetting the next little bit of my piece. I'm like, what the fuck, man? And then I'm in front of a group of thirty people, and there was a, a little bit of nervousness, but, uh, and I said it, there are people that come up on in front of them, in front of everybody. And they're like, Oh, thank God. I can't see anybody because mm-hmm. it was kind of dark in the audience because I, I just, I'm really nervous in front of people and I get up there and I'm, I'm nervous for a different reason. I'm, I'm nervous for myself and but what calmed the nerves is being in front of people. Right. It was, Whoa. it was really interesting. interesting. And, and it's I subtle, yeah, it was subtle. And I look at, because I, I was with myself and I was being really nervous. And then I looked out and I'm like, okay, huh. so I just, I see everybody wow. and it actually calms me. And I, and I'm, I'm ready to share what it is that I need to share. If I'm willing to be with the people for a moment. And when I, became, when I started the process of being with the people and I knew some people that I could kind of sort of see, the nerves started to settle a little bit. It, so was, it, it was interesting because normally it would go the other way. Like, oh my God, there's people. Yeah, now they're looking at me. Yeah. That is Something very, shifted for yeah, me there. Subtle, man. That's a very interesting thing. It yeah. is the buildup, the nervous buildup of, of speculation and what might happen, uh, what the experience might be like, how the people might uh, show up uh, or react or, or uh, the level of attention, whatever it is, is just like compounding over and over and over and over right. to get to that point. And then you are at the at the point where you're with people and all of that disappears right? because that's not what's actually going on in the moment. In the moment you have 30, 40, 50, 5,000 people looking at you. Yeah. Your point, you're also pointing to like, I, I guess. Um, so what it takes to be intimate is it takes being present. Yeah, dude. Right. To yeah. really take the time, and I took the time, there was stillness. It wasn't very much, but it was enough for me to ground myself in what it is that I'm doing. And then I did what I, what I set out to do, and it was great. Right. It was exactly what I wanted to share, how I wanted to share it. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It's not how I thought it might have gone. So uh, this this might not be the the place to go here, but and what I'm what I'm like obsessed with right now is 
what does it take to, you know, it's not enough to know. Like, we know that everybody's dealing with shit, regardless of how they repeatedly show up like they got it together. Regardless of how they repeatedly show up, and it might occur like maybe they judge other people or other, you know know what I mean? Like, they're just not maybe present to like, oh, that that guy's dealing with shit too, you know? Like, it looks like they... They keep it hidden deep away, no matter how often they show up that way. What does it take for me, for us, to show up in the world in a way that is, that is not that you have any of the mechanics disappear or anything, any of the They'll emotions. always be there. Yeah, they're all there. But what does it take to, to, regardless of them being there, what does it take to continuously set them aside and show up as the, the deepest authentic version of yourself? I have an answer to that. Do you want to hear it? Should I tell him? I mean, we got about a minute left, so. <laughs> I love this perfect. Tell me. Continue to put yourself in a position where you are confronted by that. Like, actually, not the perception of what it might be like, the confrontation actually be in that confrontation actually be in front of a group of people dropping some comedy hint hint nudge nudge hint, hint, nudge nudge it's funny that you said that so um let's let's look at the uh calendar and see which monday night is that do. when they happen well i don't the one place i heard of is uh, broken city and i guess on monday nights at broken city they have open mic night Damn, let's so do it. What I'd like to do I'm is, feeling anxious for you, bro. Yeah, well, I just want to go. I want to at least go. Listen, this is it's all it's all a progressive action toward the thing. I haven't even gone to an open mic night to see what occurs. To let, let alone be on on the mic. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta. That's what I did. I went to Wake's um, Indie YYC. Just check it out. Yeah. Curious. How how does it go? And uh, and that's not even that's poetry. That's not spoken word. That that's a whole other dynamic, a whole other level of uh, of intentionality in the audience to like yeah. be there and, and be present. With I've never experienced it before. So we'll do the, the the open mic night. We'll check out some of the um, the spoken word because they they happen on a regular basis. Yeah, to be part of. And understand the experience to begin that process. Well, yeah, I, 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 okay. So what I'm committed to is exactly that. Is like, I just want to be a person who can completely. I don't know why the, the language is coming to mind. It's like just hang myself. Like, just be. Yeah, just be completely exposed. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in a place where I can allow myself to be completely exposed. And what I know is probably almost certainly true is that the more vulnerable I am, the more open and straight I am with people, the larger contribution I'll have in the world. Hands down. Hands down. All right. So that was a little over a minute. But you were expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, was that episode 64? Yep. Um, I want to I say something real quick. I want to address the, uh, the little voice in your head. That's one of the things that's super powerful about being present and to be with another person. What you actually have to do is you have to develop mastery and 
getting out of your own head, right? Because what is what is it? Most people are not listening to to what's being said; they're listening to what the voice is saying about what's being said. Mm. Right, and it's the same thing. Most people aren't really sharing; they're listening to the little voice filter what they're sharing. So get out of your head and be with people. So that was episode sixty-four. We're clear that as human beings, we got a lot of stuff going on. We're always challenged by what's happening and the narrative that's happening in our minds, and then the reality of what's actually going on around us. The opportunity is for each and every one of us to step into our own version of leadership, to unabashedly accept that we have a powerful contribution to deliver and make available to others, and that however that contribution shows up, it is exactly what's needed. So if you have your considerations around whether you're capable, able to be leader, we say you do, you are, and you need to step in. And we're here for you.